Welcome to the podcast, Leadership is the Conversation, a discussion with today's top business leaders on topics to keep busy professionals informed. In the studio, we have Jim Dixon, Ron Kripe, and Tom Meyer of Equus Consulting, and I'm your host, Rick Ainsworth, and we have a special guest today joining us in the studio live and in person, Jamie Terry. Vice President of Organizational Development, Mountain West Farm Bureau Insurance Company. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you so much, Rick. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. Appreciate you coming here and and joining us live and in person. That's a treat for us because we don't always get to get to see the the people that we talk with. So uh, thank you for being here. Um, Today, what I want to talk about, Jamie, uh, your company has just recently gone through a very interesting process of creating a new vision for the company and in in today's world one of the things that that we've found is vision is so important to our employee base and the fact that you guys have just gone through that process of redefining and reimagining your vision i think that'd be of interest to all of our listeners is exactly how you went through that some of the processes that you talked about and, you know, just the thinking behind that visioning. So if I could, and I'm, I'm going to try and say what your vision statement is. If I misstate it, please correct me. So I understand that the current vision statement for Mountain West is earn trust every day, every relationship with every promise. Yes, sir. Great. I love that, that vision statement. I mean, the fact that it's built completely on trust, and that's so important in, in today's business environment. So how did this come about? I mean, did you all sit around and say, oh, we need to come up with a new vision? <laughs> um, almost. Um, no, it, it's a great question, and it took us a little bit to get there. I would say as part of our strategic planning process and really building that, um, we've been working on that for, I would say, a couple years. Yeah. Um, and Tom has been instrumental in, in helping guide us through that process. Mm -hmm. And I'd say it's probably typical for most organizations to start with the vision. Um, but we went through and because of where we were at as an organization, we really had to focus on the discipline component, um, to be able to reach our goals. And so we really embraced the four DX, the four disciplines of execution. And that's where we began our journey. So with the strategic planning, that was the first portion of our revamp was through the four disciplines of execution. Um, Coupled with that, then from the discipline and achieving our goals standpoint, we also embarked in the change management component. And so through the problem solving and change management to help people, help us um, as an organization and then the people in our organization get to um, or from point A to point B and work through that. So (laughs) we did all of that before a vision. (laughs) Okay, so so it wasn't just a simple process of, of, oh, we need a new vision. Here it is. Um, No, not at all. So... Can I can I weigh in on that conversation sure. a little bit, Rick? So, uh, because I just had an awareness based on our work together, you all did such a good job of the discipline piece. Uh, this is a company that really took 40x and and hitting results and hitting targets, setting targets, and then hitting them massively seriously. And I think everybody got really good at that, and that got embedded in the culture. But then I think everybody was feeling, what I was seeing from the outside was everybody was feeling this need for 
inspiration. Yes. Like we're getting really good at the blocking and tackling, but what's next and how do we pull people into that conversation? So it was, it was a little bit of a, of an evolutionary process. Absolutely. Well, I'm hearing from both of you that it wasn't a, oh, we need a new vision, but Mm -hmm. a, a matter of as we progress, as we get better, we're looking for something as a group that we can rally around. Yes. An idea that we can rally around as an organization. Yes. What could we get behind as an organization? What could we use as kind of our litmus test in decisions that we make, in conversations that we have, in the direction that we're taking? And what can we use really as that baseline as we're moving forward to really continue helping us move forward towards our goals mm-hmm. and reach them? But yeah, what's that next step as a company? Where are we going as an organization? Right. You spent some time going through different items that you could rally around. So was trust the first thing or were there other things that you kind of talked about? Because trust is really a powerful um, vision to have. But what were some of the other things that you kind of talked about that, that people were interested in so that's a great question (laughs) it did not start there no it did not jamie's looking at me like do you remember (laughs) because we were up to our hip waders in that process and i do remember we had Um, two full whiteboards yeah it was full crazy um so here's what i remember and then you fill in the gaps so we started that process with these whiteboards and people all of the members, it was the executive leadership right. team. And everybody started where most companies start, trying to artfully craft some language that'll look great on a brass plaque <laughs> yeah, somewhere in a conference room. Right. Mm-hmm. And from my perspective, you have to be really patient with that process because you know that's not going to be inspirational. It's going to sound good, mm-hmm. but but what we're looking for is some kind of inspiration. And so we, we captured all that language and got it all on the whiteboards. And, um, and what we kept coming back to was no matter how it was worded or what nouns and verbs and adjectives we threw at it, we were cycling around this issue of we have a competitive advantage that is built on trust. We, we drive business because our clients trust us and we trust each other. Um, so fill in the gaps. Is that consistent with what you remember? Absolutely. Um, I, a lot of the statements that you're mentioning were customer centric or yeah. around our respect for the relationship that we have with our partners and with the Farm Bureau federations and the core values as a company and our need yeah. to um, be profitable as a company to continue growing. And so really it was pulling the components that kind of fit out of each of those statements that mm-hmm. <laughs> those, those statements that we put up there that weren't weren't something we could get behind, but the consistency and the things that we started pulling from those really did center around trust. Yeah. Well, the the interesting thing I I see in your particular statement, you don't talk about profit. You don't talk about sales. You don't talk about any of that. Mm -mm. It's all relationship. Five minutes walking through the hallways of Mountain West and you get a sense that this is a company built on relationships. So here's Mountain West culture. We'll paint a visual picture. So they bring together the executive leadership team and all of their families in this wonderful landscape surrounded by the mountains. 
and Donnie brings in a smoker that he built out of an old propane tank, I think. It's yes. enormous. a thousand-gallon size. And he does chicken and ribs and... And, you know, everybody brings something to the table, yep. you know, it, which is so analogous to your culture. Yes. You know, it's it's like the physical representation of everybody on the leadership team bringing something to the mix. And um, but it's all centered around the experience of the relationships and the connection and the people. Um, it's 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 amazing to be a part of. And, and I've mm-hmm. been so grateful um, that that you've invited us as Equus into mm-hmm. that into that rib fest. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a good time to segue into Jamie in your position in HR. Have you seen the vision show up like behaviorally in the organization? It's not just a plaque on the wall, but how are people's behaviors a little bit maybe different now that we have a solid vision? Absolutely. Great question. Um, Yes, I would say that we are starting to see it in um, the approach that we take with the employees and the events that we want to do or our communication with our employees. Um, Certainly, you know, we're working to get the branding out and in front of employees um, just to keep it out in front of everyone. We have it on our PowerPoints. We're actually ordering some big metal cutout signs and stuff to keep it out in front of us and reminding us that that is our litmus test. That is something that we want to bounce our ideas through and take our decisions through to make sure that it hits the mark when we're making those decisions. We do also have a focus group of employees, which has been a really interesting shift. Um, We call it our swag group. Um, This is our strategic wig action group. And uh, the, the whole purpose of that was really to empower the group to be able to focus in that area and help um, lead the company. It's it's the next evolution, I'd say, of integrating uh, the 4DX also throughout the organization, um, but really empowering that group of employees to dig in, um, to make decisions, to come up with ideas. And I would say one of the ways that we're showing that and reinforcing that trust in that area is really to support them and in the decisions that they make, or if they come up with an idea to be able to execute on that, to push that through and assist them in what that looks like to provide the training, um, to provide the resources to them. A lot of these folks, um, have not been in a group like this and they might request information that they didn't think was available. And for us as a leadership team to be able to bring that information and show them the transparency, I think is really big for them to be able to see information Huge. Um, when they ask for questions right. and for have, having that be an open forum, I think really has begun to reinforce that. Well, and it's fun to watch that group in action. They're so completely not scripted. Yeah. Jamie and I were part of one of their meetings and um and it became really apparent through just the transparency of their conversation that um they were not starting from the same place of understanding of some of these concepts of 4dx that we thought they were and they were perfectly comfortable saying hey mm-hmm. you know we we might need a little more information so everybody retooled there was no kind of overarching sentiment of you should know this or no. right they just stepped up team stepped up and we corrected them, you know, the record and got Mm -hmm. them back in the game. Yes. Yeah. And there was no sense of fault either, which I Mm -mm. thought was really good. So I think in that sense, it was also a good learning experience for us on the leadership team, because (laughs) 
we did think that we were at a different level of, of understanding yeah. and buy-in. And for us to be able to see that in working with this group in order to empower them to do that and understanding and finding out that that's not where they were. But again, not in a sense of fault, but really just awareness and being able to work through that. And I think we're all better off because of that. It appears to me that when you went to implement this vision, um, it wasn't from a place of, oh, we need to change things to we need to better define what we already have. So it really wasn't too tough to, to implement it because people already felt that. Is, is that what I'm hearing? I mean, is that, am I paraphrasing that right? Absolutely. It, and you're right. It wasn't a big shift. And I really do think it was more about defining because I think employees really could get behind what it was we're trying to accomplish. So here's an interesting thing about this visioning conversation. When we've watched companies do that in the past, uh, you can get a sense as, a, as an external consultant or partner uh, about how heavy a lift that vision is going to be. And if the company comes up with something that's massively aspirational and different than who they are today because they need to make a big shift, that's going to be a heavy lift. The best visions come out of the kind of conversation that we were privileged to be a part of where we're not, we're not trying to move the needle to some completely different place. We're really trying to uncover the heart and soul of who we are and tap back into that as a way to really reinforce the more operational things. 40X and getting disciplined about expense control and hitting targets, that was a stretch. But the vision shouldn't be. Mm -mm. The vision should be, okay, now what's our gas in the tank and who are we really and how can we move that forward in a way that supports the stretching we have to do operationally? As Tom mentioned, there's so much of what we do at Mountain West that is driven by the relationship Mm -hmm. and really understanding and embracing that and moving forward and seeing how that can actually tie in a business sense to the overall, the culture and the way that we conduct ourselves in operations every day. Thank you, Jamie, for those insights on Mountain West Farm Bureau's visioning process. Join us next time as we continue our conversation on visioning and its role with recruitment and retention. views expressed on this podcast are the opinions of the individual participants and do not necessarily represent the views of any organization, employer, or group.